Hi guys and welcome back to another episode of My Dog Has Fleas. Joining me today is Carlos. Yo. And his friend George. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's right here, but he's passed out. He's, he's a pooped. cute little pup. Yeah. Comes and hangs out I with just... Carlos every now and then. Yeah, I love him, but right he's now like he's a uh... big brother. <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah when mom's gotta work he comes here and hangs out with me so today i thought we'd talk about some weird things that have happened to us just kind of changing it up a little bit last time we were together we talked about uh some random thought that i had while in the car um and today i'm thinking about some weird things i don't know i think they're funny they're well one of the stories is funny because i was like actually terrified and the second story is like oh dear do we have a situation here um but just things that i've encountered kind of like while i've been out on walks um not so much of a training thing but like uh, maybe you have something to share um that was kind of weird or funny unexpected something that happened to you like during your session or what give me an an example what did you run into i'll go first all right so uh I don't know when this was maybe my first second year second year um I was walking uh one of my past clients um he's a roddy and he was becoming reactive and we were walking through um the trails so his house is very close to the trails and I thought it's really nice because you know we're not going to run into many dogs we're kind of like off off the beaten path we're in the actual um the trail head there's like a ridge there's a lot of leaves it was i think it was about mm. fall this time so we were running through we're just hanging out we're having a good time i'm taking photos and like you know just trying to get like a really nice picture he's smelling the grass um the leaves like everything just enjoying himself and all of a sudden i hear stop running or my dog is going to get you and i'm like what Whose dog? What dog? Like, are they talking to me? I got so scared. I was like, what? Mm. And I'm like, dog. And I have a dog who's reactive. So I'm like, no, like this cannot happen. So um, that was the first time I ever like plucked this dog up. <laughs> it's just like, we got to go. And he was like, I'm down. Because usually, you know, he wants to continue smelling and whatever. But I don't know if he like sensed the fear in me. I have no idea. But this guy was with me. And all I kept hearing was stop running or I'm going to, you know, the dog is going to get you or stop running. I'm going to shoot. And I'm like, shoot who? Like what is happening right now? So I just started what? running. And we get out of the trail and I take the dog home and I message the owner and I say, like, this happened in our trail walk and whatever. Mm-hmm. Come to find out later, there was actually a robbery at the Circle K up the street and the thief was hanging out in the trail and oh. right where we were, like just below the ridge. And I was like, holy crap. So they weren't talking to me. They were talking to the guy, but he was pretty close. And I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> what's happening here? Um, yeah, so I just thought, um, weird thing that happened to me, just, you know, anything like that happened to you? Yeah, nothing along, uh, <laughs> along those, those lines. That's, that's pretty, that's pretty crazy. What happened afterwards? Oh, nothing. And then, uh, well, this year I had a weird one. Um, I saw, like, I was going to pick up one of my dogs, my regulars, and I was driving on the main road and I remember seeing this girl, she was walking and, um, I just was looking at her. I was just admiring her. Like her hair was really nice. And I was just like, wow. And then I go get the dog. So by this time, this girl should have actually like she should have been um, gone off the main road by the time that I get the dog, pick him up and we enter the main road. But she wasn't. She was still there. She was hanging out. So I was like, what's happening? So 
she's at the bus stop and there's this guy hanging around. He looks kind of shady. And I was like, what is happening right now? So I started talking to the dog and I'm like, I don't know what we're going to encounter right now. Like, I don't know what's happening with these two. Um, I was <laughs> like, dude, just stick to your, you know, you just keep smelling. We're just going to pass by. Yeah. Nothing's happening. <laughs> so keep your head down. And um, so we start walking and then she starts walking in front of us and the guy starts trailing her. So I'm like, what is going on? I don't know. Was I talking to you at the time? And I was like, FaceTime me. I don't remember. Maybe. I don't know. I don't get I don't get stuff so, like that. I mostly get uh, pet parents who I try to or dogs or pet parents with dogs that I try to for whatever reason, whether it's the dog that I'm with, I know he's not comfortable with with people or dogs coming close, but I try walking away and they start following us. Oh, <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. No, like, this was totally off. Awesome. Like so yeah. I'm on the phone, right? And then I FaceTime whoever. I'm like you got to FaceTime me like something's going down with this couple in front of me. Um, so as soon as I turn the FaceTime on and I'm record, like I'm on for a bit, the girl turns around. I'm like, whoa, she caught me. So <laughs> I take it off. And then she goes, um, can you call the police? This guy's just following me. And I was like, what? Jesus. So now I'm I'm enter Rihanna. Here we are. I remember I'm this part now. of the situation. Yes. It was you, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So then I was like, gosh, so can I say that word? Sorry bleep um so <laughs> i was like all right like does she really want me to call the police i have no idea so i start to dial 911 i keep it on but i don't actually call and then um the guy says it's okay i'm going to leave and i was like okay and then i'm just asking her like are you okay you know um did he hurt you and the whole time my dog was the he was amazing this guy didn't even bat an eye he was like i don't care what's going on here like let me just pee i'm gonna smell the roses like this is great um it's like these people didn't even exist but here i am like human thinking oh my god i'm observing something really sketch right now i don't know how this is gonna play out and like i don't we should have turned around but anyways it's probably good we did it because the guy was actually harassing the girl and she ended yeah. up telling me like her life story and what was going on with her and the guy. And we walked for a little bit until someone came and picked her up and she was like safely away. Um, but yeah, that was like the weird stuff that has happened to me. And like, I like, I'm like, how do you even deal with some of these things? Like, <laughs> I'm just in the, I don't know, weird spot, weird time. But yeah, but uh. I don't know. I, those kind of situations come and go because we're out in the public with with these dogs. So, yeah, and we're out more often than 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 most people. So they're gonna yeah. keep coming back. They are. But yeah, that's the uh, weird weird stuff that has happened to me. I'm trying to think if anything weird has happened to me during training. Um, if if it did, you know what? You might not even notice it because we're so in the in the zone when it comes to when it comes to um, that I training. I don't think it's weird, but it's like, you know, when you're working with kids. So, you know, when I walk into a situation and there are children, I welcome the children to be part of the training session because it's good yeah. for them to learn, um, you know, how to handle the dog and how to communicate what the dog is saying. Like there's things like even if they're young, they'll pick up on something. But you would hope that the family would kind of keep them in line, manage their behavior, the, the child. Right. Um, so. Yeah. I finished the session and I was like, man, um, one of the kids that I was working with, there was a, there was a brother and a sister and the poor little girl is trying to work with the dog. The brother's just there, just loving on the dog and poor girl standing there with the leash in her hands, waiting for the dog to just show up. And I'm just like, I said to the brother, I was like, uh, stop touching the dog. But uh -huh. I said it just like that. 
And I didn't mean to say it like in a mean way, if that's the way it came off, you know, but you can't revisit the conversation after like it's in the moment. Um, and he kind of like looked at me like, whoa, I'm not, you know, and I was like, oh, like, so then it, it like opened my eyes like, Rihanna, were you harsh just now? Like, that's not that was not my intention. It was just like, she's working really hard to work with this dog. You know what I mean? Like, she's trying to get his attention and the brother is engaging with the dog. And it's just just it's, the dog is not paying her any mind. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. So. But then I said what I said, I was like, you know, stop touching the dog. And then he was like, whoop, and he put his hands in his lap. And I was like, oh, God. Um, so then I was just like, all right. I said, I, I don't mean for you, like, to never touch your dog. I mean, just like right now, <laughs> your dog is with your sister. And we're trying to work on something, you know, and you're making it really hard. Like, she's really having to work for his attention right now. Um, and you know, with puppies, their attention span is very short. So when you get them, you get them, Right. Um, and we had done our pee yeah. break and our little like love break and our cuddle break and our play break and all that stuff. So we were kind of like coming down to the end of the session. And I really wanted her to try because I felt as though throughout the whole um, the whole program is that the brother had a lot more of a role and uh, she was struggling a bit. So I thought, you know, this is something that she could definitely work on and feel good about herself and feel good about like training her dog. <laughs> this guy was just like, oh, my God. But and I was just like, man, like, then I walked away and I was like, oh, the parents must think. You didn't feel that. Like, yeah. No, because I'm just thinking like, do they think Rihanna doesn't know how to like deal with kids? Because I totally do. I'm mm -hmm. a child myself. Like, you know, but it was just like, I didn't, oh, I didn't mean it the way it came off. And I just like, so that's, yeah, I don't know. Did it work though? Did he listen or did he still? He was startled. The poor kid startled, <laughs> put his hands in his lap, sat straight up. Oh, uh, there you go. I should yeah. be a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> stop touching him oh my goodness that's funny and then yeah he how is he what's your experience working with kids what is it like uh everything from moments? um yeah but it, it depends right because i think your your training compared to mine is a little bit more interactive which is which is what they want and a lot of parents are, are hoping for whereas um I'm happy if they're not there at the very beginning where we're going through where we're going through all the theory or, or the, the jargon and, and whatnot. So a lot of kids just get bored during my my training sessions. But um, I'm surprised by the ones that are able to stick it through and uh, then they want to put things into practice. So it, it depends on the age, I guess. But um, there's some even if they're the same age, I, I can tell that they're still in it. They're still with it. And it's really fun to to get to work with them because then the parents see if, if my kid can do it, then they can, you know, it. we can do it too. Yeah. 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 It, it really, it really depends. I, I enjoy working with them so long as they like, I, I can tell that they want to, not that they don't understand, but that they want to understand what's, what's going on as much as almost as much, uh, as much as the parents. And, and that's really yeah. in itself rewarding. And some kids, I would even go as far as saying, you know, you've got perfect timing. You could do this. Yeah. You can really do this. For I've got, I've gotten lucky. Like the kids that I've worked with, like all of them have been really engaged and really like, you know, um, interacting with the dog and just doing the training and, you know, not falling asleep and seeming like they're bored. Like it's, it, it's been really nice. Like the, the response is really good from them. So I really like that. <laughs> yeah. I would, I, I would love it if more, if there were more programs for kids specifically when it comes to, um, not necessarily training, but just handling, because that's probably my biggest, um, when I'm outside and, and kids are, are told to handle dogs in one way or another, um, there's still so much for them to learn there. Um, let alone training. That's that's a whole other other cow. Do you ask in your questionnaires if they have children? 
when when they're when they're first booking or reaching out do you know what yeah the, the so family, my questionnaire um, it um asks asks them to uh list all the family members in the house their age their name right. so i get an idea well, then how much do you tailor the okay i'm going it in depends. they have three had... 14 year olds <laughs> well it depends like so some like one one like one family that i met i know they had kids but i never met the kids the mother wanted to do all the training so that she could like really absorb it and really like you know immerse herself in it and and know her dog and really like excel um and she didn't want the distraction of her kids there so that was like i never met the children never met the husband just oh. met the mother um and then i've had where like it's like this situation where i've worked with the family and the two kids were there um i've had ones where there's like uh three kids present oh my goodness that is a lot to juggle yeah. <laughs> with a puppy um because everyone's got questions everyone wants to try things you only got so much time um but i will i get a feel for the kids most times like the kids we hit it off i think for me the struggle is like just having like a nice even split because there are some behaviors that some children want to work on and uh they don't get the chance to and then i give them something else to do so i like to split it up so that everybody's practicing a little bit of something um with oh. this family that i just finished with the parents actually never really did it um they did it when i wasn't there but when i was present the children were the ones who were doing all the training yeah they, they were and young. was it uh, that family where it's like we got the dog you know for the kid or for the kids no um i didn't really ask why they got the dog <laughs> like it i i do but it wasn't anything um like along those lines like we're um it was it's just a family pet first time dog owners and you know and it, it know, really, got, he really uh, was a family pet i've gone to the habit of really asking why they got the dog and why they got the breed that they that they got because it it tells me it tells me a lot most of the time it tells me that they just it, it's not not that it's not a good reason but it's not in line with I don't know how to put it with how, um, let's say a Dalmatian. We got it because it's 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 cute, it's good looking. Right. But do you know what this dog is capable? Of? Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you know what it's been trying to do for hundreds of years and bred to do, and what he's right. good at, and and all that? And I mean, it's it's a lot of people just don't know better, right? Um, and I think those that do maybe don't ever end up looking for training because they they know what they're getting into. But it's interesting to me to see what kinds of responses we we get when we ask them, yeah, um, yeah why they got why they got a dog, why they got the breed. I'm sure you get the uh, response of um, hypoallergenic or family-friendly descriptions that they'll get from the breeder. And Actually, no. So the ones I get, the ones that I look out for when I look, when people, like I ask, like, you know, why did you get this dog? Did you do research uh, along the same lines as you? But what I look for is like the ones who are like they want. So there's usually companionship. That's I kind of give the answers in the questionnaire. Right. So comp I, I companionship, safety, guarding, working, whatever. So most times people get a working breed and they don't really know they got a working breed. So they don't really realize yeah. like how much, you know, is involved. Um but the ones that I kind of like I flag are like the ones who are like, I want a guard dog. Um, and then I will go into, you know, I don't train for guard dog specific, but your bond, your relationship, your dog will hang with you like you're you know what I mean? Like they're going to uh, they're not going to let things happen to you. That's just going to come instinctually. Um, so you don't have to train, but it's like 
when I see that, I'm, I, you know, I get on the phone and I'm like, hey, so what are you looking for? Like, you looking for a dog to like attack all the strangers? Like, I don't know. Um, so like, that's kind of like, whoa, and I'll kind of, um, I don't, I don't do specific training for guard dogs. Um, but that's one that I look for. And then the ones where I see like Australian Shepherd or, um, you know, they're mixed with a bunch. And I'm just like, wow, like, this is like, this is going to be a tough, a tough breed for a first time dog owner or someone who lives a busy lifestyle. And then that's kind of um, where I have to educate a lot. And then we put in, you know, got to strategize and see how we can kind of like fit things in because um, they're, they're working people. Right. So th- those are yeah. the ones, the ones who are companionship, you know, it's like, okay, I, we're going to be okay. Um, but I just look out for like, who says they have, they want companionship, but then maybe their dog is not, um, they're going to require more. How much time do you end up spending on that versus the actual training? So, because a lot of the issues will start with with that, right? Because they there's just some kind of misunderstanding. And sure, you can tackle it with training. But if it's a mismatch, how much time do you have to spend to kind of make up for that or to know. educate them on that or to even just uh, kind of reintroduce the whole relationship? That's tough. I feel like with that, I plug a bit at every session. So if you have five sessions with me, six sessions with me, I kind of remind you (laughs) at each session, like maybe you're tired of me at some point because I'm saying, you know, I'm saying these things, but I try to remind them that like, this is going to require work. This is not, you know, this is not going to end here when I leave. And I try to help them to see. So today we're working on this, but you can see how your dog is a little bit more wired today versus yesterday when you took your dog out for, I don't know, a hike or something. And like, you see how their behavior was different. Um, Or then I'll ask them, you know, at like the second or third session, what have you done? Um, Let's compare behaviors, you know, let's log some of the things so you can get like a baseline of like how your dog is doing. Um, So I kind of plug a bit all the time and just kind of, I try to plant the seed as much as I can, eh. but I don't want to do it to the point where it's like, man, uh, that's all they hear, right? Because there's more to the dog as well, but it's just like, we're we're going down something that could be slippery. Like we need to listen to our dog and we need to make sure that we are providing them with what they need. Yeah. How much time do you spend the whole session? Maybe a bit more than I, than I should. And that's why I say that's maybe where I lose um, kids. But but I, I think your delivery system is so much different than mine. Like you're, you're very like philosophical. You know what I mean? So like people could sit there and listen to you talk. Because you do a lot of like comparisons and you're able to like make the yeah. connections. I don't do that. Like, I'm just like very, <laughs> this is what it is. <laughs> and this is what you need to do. Right. Um, right. And it's just a difference in like personality training. It's just, it, you're good at what you mm-hmm. do and, and giving that message um, in the ways that you give your message. Whereas my messaging is like, I don't know, I can't talk for that long. Like, even when we're just talking to each other and I'm just like, man, this guy can talk about this stuff for hours. And I'm just like, I'm done now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But then they don't, they don't retain it, but I I'll send them like a follow-up email with, with the no, bullet points. They retain it. I'm retaining it. I retain things. You tell me, <laughs> I can't think of anything off the top of my head at the moment. <laughs> But <laughs> that's how much retention I have. No, yeah. but I, 
but I do retain things. I do like when we talk about like trading in general or like strategies or like something. Yeah, but like you're you're in it. For them, it's like the the very first time, um, very first uh, topic for them, or at least uh, to that extent. And they go, "Whoa, that yeah. we have never looked at a dog that way." And 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 it's nothing like I'm sure for a lot of people listening like well yeah a dog is a relationship like any other there's needs and you meet them and then they meet yours but yeah. for a lot of people that's that's completely foreign it's it's the antithesis of i just tell them what the dog what to do and then they do it no yeah. it's not like that at all so uh, i'll spend a bit of time i guess the amount of time also i spend on it depends on uh people because sometimes they'll they'll grasp the overall idea pretty quickly sometimes i have to really um delve into it a bit more and they'll have they'll have more um more questions and if the questions were actually already answered by those ideas and they're not really hearing me then i know i have to kind of figure out figure out some other way to to go about it because sometimes they don't really not that they don't care to understand the why of, of stuff mm-hmm. uh, but they want to get into uh okay but what what do i do a little bit quicker um yeah, yeah. but i think you're good at that too like you're good at like if this explanation doesn't work for you let me find another way to get through i on the other hand is like (laughs) (laughs) i try my best but like i'm i don't know i just repeat the same thing over and over again (laughs) i no i shouldn't say that that's i'm painting myself out to be a terrible trainer um now like i will do it to a point but i think you provide a lot more information um, yeah, I wonder sometimes if I could provide it in a video or in a um, in an email. But it's yeah, I don't know. I I guess I also take it as as a moment to, as much as it is for them to learn about the dog, it's also for me to get a feel for um, where they're at in terms of that, in terms of those ideas in general. Yeah, because I want them going. Oh. Like I want them to see that there's that there's so much value in in seeing a dog in in that way where it's more more about our relationship because then just that change of their mindset can do I think quite quite a lot where they go it, from it's from so like good. Uh, when you try to them feel do that. yes it's so rewarding and I I think that's partly why I try to to do it as early on as possible even in the phone calls before I even meet them mm-hmm. I try to do it to basically say this is what I believe in. And when they go, oh yeah, you know what? Me too. Then okay, we can yeah. work on. I feel like we can work on whatever. From it's this so point nice on. when but you jive, not, yeah. And you're yes. not having to like teach them, you know, about like the dog is not just for you. Like the dog is a living being and was born into this world with its own things it needs, you know, and its own desires. Um, everything we think the dog does is wrong because the dog's not it's not supposed to live in the house with the people. That's we've invited them here, but um, their manners are not the same. So I, it's just, yeah, but I, I totally like, I love it when like, I see the light bulb and the owners suddenly like come to me and they're like, oh my goodness, Rihanna, like, um, I really, like, I went for my first walk and he was smelling and he was enjoying himself. And, you know, the, the, he was just there and the leash was loose. And I, he checked in with me and I was like, yes, instead of like this robotic dog, he'll bark beside your leg, you know, like just walking and aimlessly, like you're just not enjoying the moment. Um, that is, that's not what I want, you know? And I always say that whenever I, um, I talk about loose leash walking, 
I always say, you know, um, I'm going to teach you how to walk that is appropriate for your dog. Um, Mm -hmm. And it is different because you have dogs who are fast. You have dogs who are slow. You have dogs who meander. You have dogs who are just like, I'm cool. I just want to take in the scene and uh, just helping people to, to realize that like what, you know, what they have and just, and then they come back and they're like, Oh my God, we had such a great time. And you've changed my, my whole like insight and my whole like philosophy. I'm like, yeah, that's great. You listen. Wonderful. People yeah, and I mean, I guess it would be it would be similar to us going to a therapist with a friend or partner or whatever, and and then they kind of they kind of reset your relationship in a way, in some shape or form. They, hey, this person that you're with also wants what you want, but this is how they want it, and and it, it's a nice reset to have. So I I don't mind if I don't always do back to back sessions, but I I am happy coming back after a while mm-hmm. and revisiting where they're at and where they've come from as well. Yeah, that's nice. So guess what? What? I just got a camera, the world's smallest action camera for um for videos for fun stuff. So I can put it on my little dogs. So when we go on little adventures, we'll capture everything from the dog's angle. Can you believe that? Yeah, the Insta360 <laughs> Go 3. So we're going to try it out later today. Um, I don't know how George is going to do with it, but I think we're going to have a blast. Um. That's what we've been up to lately. Are you putting it on George you... first? Yeah, he's going to wear it. I can wear it. There's different options where I can put it around my neck. I can clip it around my, um, uh, like on, on my shirt. It comes with like this kind of magnet thing. Um, or even on my hat. And then we can record a bunch of different angles. But yeah, because I've tried quite a few things. And uh, there's, of course, a lot of um, action cameras, but... None are small enough for the small dogs I work with. And um, the mount that a lot of dogs can wear will often, oftentimes push the camera to one side or the other. It's just it's just not very um, stable. So this can actually clip to their to their collar. And it's not going to shoot from the back unless I use something to keep it in place. But it's going to shoot from their neck. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can see essentially under their mouth and, and um, right where they're about to walk to. It's like Mr. Kidder's the cat. Yes, I think that's what he wears. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah, it's tiny and super light. Especially if a cat can wear it. Look at him. I'm on his Instagram account right now. He's so cute. (laughs) And his little brows. Brows. Then he climbs a tree. You see everything. You see when he's digging the dirt when he does his potty. Because what I the main thing that I want to get out of that is, um, and I don't know how efficient this is going to be, but to have the dog uh, spend time with me and then look at me, because that's what I want to show. It's that a dog is oftentimes engaging with me whenever we're doing things. And um, the camera is going to show that because the dog's going to turn towards me. So hopefully it can catch that. Oh, nice. So like an engage, disengage. Yeah. Oh, that's that's actually really... That's really neat. <clears throat> like, that would be neat if you. So, are you gonna have a camera on yourself as well to like time them up at the same time? Well, I can weave. Um, I can record. Yeah, I can record the two sides uh, unless I was to get a second one. But I can record the two sides and then just stitch them together. Right? Yes. Two angles. Yeah, we're going pro over here. That's that's really nice. That's. Uh... With the Insta 360. That'll give people like the point of view from. Yeah. For, forget bird's dog. eye view. Now it's a uh, dog's eye view. Right. 
and then they look mm-hmm. and then you're like hello and then you know yeah. Aww. that's all the time we have for today folks thanks for joining us and we'll see you at the next podcast until then happy training bye bye